1: the welcome to the family show with tom bernard and jb chris Bliss, brandon simon
0: <laughs> melissa kirk
1: andy brant bernard
0: and cassie schrader
1: unbelievable we will be right back chris Bliss in studio now we're talking back in a couple of seconds with the family where's the manager Tune in every Thursday from 2 to 3 Central or download it on the Tom Bernard Podcast page. I don't know. I think I'm going to have to think about it.
2: I to help you with that, Chris. No, no, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> Little brick house. Is
1: that what we're going with? Mm-hmm. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, at Acme tonight, tomorrow night. Chris Bliss, how are you? Hey, Tom, I'm great. How are you? Marvelous. Chris never. Actually, I was laughing during the break because Doc Ketchmark, a listener to this show, <laughs> and the KQ Morning Show sent me over a comparison, two pictures uh, which is pretty funny, actually. Uh, the first picture is Jiminy Glick. Mm-hmm. You know, the character, Martin oh, yeah. Short's character, oh, yeah. Jiminy Glick.
0: Yeah.
1: And the other picture is Mr. Kellyanne Conway. Yes. And they look identical.
0: That's yes, fun. I know. I saw that oh, last night. Funny. I'm like, oh, my God, he's right. Wow.
1: <laughs> they look identical.
2: Oh. You know, <laughs> Maybe
3: Martin Short has some Dorian Gray thing in Working where oh. he, you know where he's actually prophesying these people that will later appear on the scene because his his compulsive liar is uh, I can't remember that guy's name that guy's fantastic oh God yeah oh absolutely and I've, yeah, met, that, and I've met that guy too so <laughs> well you have no you I mean Everyone's somebody who you just goes who guy. just reminds you so much of uh, <laughs> oh you that mean that guy go, yes. yeah yeah yeah
1: well I so. suppose that's true. I suppose that is true, but uh, that's funny. I, no, I thought when you said I met that guy, you were talking. Have you ever met Martin Short? You know, I think I have. He's a good guy. He actually is very pleasant. I like that, though. Only Chris Bliss would say I might have. Sure. <laughs> no, I'm trying. I don't want
3: to. Cla- <laughs> no, no, I did not meet him. I, uh, I, I met, I, Dana, I met Dana Carvey.
1: Dana's so, a nice enough guy. Yeah. That's true. That's a good so, thing. So, how have you been since yesterday? You know, pretty much the same. Not a lot has changed. <laughs> but that's good. I loved your honesty when you said yesterday to your wife, I'm sorry, Minnesota's not for her. <laughs> that was very funny. Because it's true, probably. Oh, it's, it totally be, true. Right? it's totally true. It's totally true. She has this idea chilly. that
3: she could spend a winter somewhere, and it's like, no, honey, you couldn't spend an entire winter. It's it's charming, you know, on a screen. <laughs> but in real 3D, yes. it's not so damn great, you know. Chris has a bomb wing yeah i know oh, yeah. he was and, talking about that. and then he gave he
2: gave me crap for not helping him take his coat off and i said yeah you know today's society has got you so screwed up where it's like if i reach and help him will he yell at me or will he thank me and then you just sit there petrified and do nothing either way you just stare at the person you don't walk away and you don't help him, you just stare at him.
1: Plus in fact I don't know how wise it is for a black guy to help a white guy off with his coat anyway. You know what I mean? So Rochester, could you help me off with my coat? No, probably not.
3: Probably not.
1: Uh, no, I, but uh, you're gonna be okay, Chris. I would imagine. Uh, is this a oh, no, ongoing it's not. It's thing? Not no, no. My dog. Uh, uh,
3: my dog's. Uh, did not tear but strain some ligaments in my wrist. We were arm yeah, wrestling. Oh. We were arm wrestling, and the <laughs> shepherd is a little bit better with the leverage than I was. And uh, no, she took off around me and went the wrong direction, pulled the wrist the wrong way. Oh, yeah. And. Uh, Ow. And, but you know what's been One interesting? Because I get to play the vi- I, I brought the video instead of the finale. <laughs> oh, I thought okay. you meant the attack. It, and it's not, uh, not yeah. At the, first with the dog attack, and then the video of the finale. And this is what I could do before my dog mangled me, and I had her put down.
1: <laughs> you know,
3: it's a great way. you got to start with a dog being put down story. The uh, audience loves it. So.
1: No, no, so, uh, uh,
3: but uh, I was just telling uh, uh, Brandon, I have been telling the audience that I'm not really injured. I am uh, doing new material, and I want their sympathy, and I'd been watching that Ted Bundy thing on Netflix
1: and realized that, <laughs> that this shit works. <laughs> You know, so it does, man. This shit works. <laughs> you
3: know.
1: It is absolute. Could you help me with this couch? Why are you lo- trying to load a couch by yourself anyway? You dope. Because yeah. that's what he was doing, wasn't he? He was trying to put a couch in the back of a van or something.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yep. or something. Yeah, really.
1: Yeah. So, so one arm guy's trying to move a couch. That's clear thinking, anyway. But that. Uh, have you been watching any of that? That whole Ted Bundy. What's it called? The the some tapes or Ted the Bundy tapes, tapes I think. or the. It's just called the Ted Bundy tapes. That's it. Is it? Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah. You know, he's not a real clear-thinking guy. Have you ever noticed
0: that? What do you mean?
1: <laughs> what I mean by that is the guy was a complete raving lunatic. Well, yeah. And people didn't know, but they didn't notice it in public. cuz like that's you didn't notice a, that guy. What sociopaths are good at
0: is pretending. Well, I suppose that's true. Yeah. They they're good at charming, even if they're in a situation where. You would think that they would know, like, better. They're good at convincing people that nothing is going on. Brandon's kind of charming. Have you ever
1: noticed
3: that? What? Just Just plead
0: the fifth.
3: (laughs) You mean the second? And plus, there's always that victim pool out there. The some of the people you can fool all the time. They're Mm -hmm. always out there. Oh, yeah. I suppose suppose
1: that's true. Why do they want to be fooled? I've never understood that anyway. I don't think they want. Because you to. still have a, a number of different irons in the fire. You've always got some stuff going on. I you know not only the career and all the rest of it, but other stuff as well. Building monuments of the Bill of Rights
3: because uh, yes. because I needed something more practical than my comedy career.
1: So I said, <laughs> the monument business. Let me get into something that's really practical. How long did it take you? First of all, when did you start? Because it's been a while, I know that. Uh, I I think I started, you you know, it started off uh, actually from a piece of comedy,
3: which was about how instead of taking down those Ten Commandments, we should put the Bill of Rights up next to it and let people comparison shop because... Uh, yeah, Because the Bill of Rights gives you such a fantastic bargain. It tells me to speak freely, carry a gun, uh, <laughs> right, uh, right. pursue happiness, and then it presumes that I'm innocent and my religion won't give me that deal. <laughs> that was the joke. <laughs> <laughs> you know? uh, That's and then, a joke. And then one night I just Googled Bill of Rights monuments, thinking there had to be some, and there weren't any, and was like, well. Really? Yeah, the only one, there was a link. A guy, Some guy said there's hundreds of them all over the country, and you clicked on the link, and it was a 55-gallon trash. Bin, you know, it was that was a social commentary. It's like this is where our rights are. They're in the trash, yeah. oh, you know. Oh and uh, and so I thought, well, that, that's a natural. It's just uh, you know, I'll build monuments of the Bill of Rights and uh, I'll put them up at state capitals where kids go on field trips. And that was the idea. Now. And uh, I didn't know what I was doing. I mean, other than uh, losing a good piece of material, no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah,
3: well, uh, yeah, so, uh, but we got the one done in Arizona that's uh, pretty nice at the Arizona Capitol. It's a very interesting piece mm-hmm. of stone work. And we have one approved at the uh, Oklahoma Capitol that we're fundraising for that's going to be really beautiful and it's in a great site. And that's a really lovely Capitol building. And then we're uh, working through some process stuff in Texas for one that would be. Uh, Texas-sized, so
0: <laughs> big know. old
3: giant. It's How like it's like it the, the one in Texas only would really cost about two and a half million, but we're telling everybody five because they're not going to contribute otherwise. They need not the big true. number in Texas, you
1: know. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah,
3: I'm sure that. And it, we'll, just you man- just la- we'll just launder the other two and a half through one of Manafort's <laughs> accounts. <you know? laughs>
1: oh yes, yeah. Paul Manafort. Uh, he's not obviously money
3: laundering. It. As long as you, uh, you know, stay away from the White House money laundering, you pretty much get away with. It. Yeah,
1: pretty much. So, kind of seems like it. It does. You get away with a lot of stuff in America now that nobody seems to notice. I don't really understand that, but you do. It's just the way it is. But, I, but have you approached the state of Minnesota about doing one? Uh, you know, um,
3: do you know Mark Ritchie? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Mark, ta- we talked about that, and at the time we first talked about it, uh, they were—I understand—at least they finally did pass, give the money to uh, to restore the capital which is nice. <laughs> yeah, they did. Yep, you know. Yeah, they did. Um, but uh, uh, it, it would take a local group that was willing to raise the funding because that's where it has to come from, local groups. So uh, I don't think there's – I'm hoping when we finish Oklahoma, that will create a lot more momentum. One was good. Two would really make a point that we're not doing cookie cutters and they're all different. And you know, and, and uh, it's good, a great location and a really nice design in Oklahoma. And, and so that's, that stuff's exciting. It's really difficult work, but it's exciting. And I'm working on a couple other things that uh, that I'm not at liberty to talk about because if they don't work out,
1: I, I'd feel like shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll be okay, don't worry about it. You know, he got all mad at me when he was Secretary of State because as a joke, on the, I was just looking at it, He was there was an article about him on the front page of the Star Tribune and Pioneer Press, and I was looking at it. And all I said was, you know, the Secretary of State, and I didn't mean anything by it, but I said, if you look at him, our Secretary of State looks more like a criminal than anybody I've ever met because he has that ruddy complexion, you know. <laughs> and he's got that look in his eye like, what are you up to? But he got all mad at me for that. like, it was a joke, you pill. I don't understand that, why people get upset about things like that.
3: Uh, he's uh, All I know about Mark is that he's a really passionate guy, and he really loves... Uh, uh, you know the whole idea of public service, so. And, yeah, and, well, see, that's good. And he, and 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 uh, and boy, he was. Uh, you know, the, they handled that recount pretty well. It was really. He told me something. He told me a really interesting story, which you'll appreciate, because mm-hmm. there was a panel going through the recount, and of course the panel's, uh, you know, bipartisan panel. One of them's the uh, Supreme Court, the head of the Supreme Court, here in right. uh, uh, Minnesota, who's a Republican. And Mark mm-hmm. is telling me he said, You know, I never really thought about this much, but uh, he was t- about the courts much, but he was talking to me and he was saying, Do you know why they call us justices on the Supreme Court? And he said, No, why? He said, Because by any time any law gets to us and it hasn't yet been resolved as to the meaning of the law, you know, we can we're not we're no longer judging the law. Now we have to kind mm. now we have to look for justice because these are the real gray area cases that make it to us. And he said he'd never really thought of it in that context. That's a great context to think in, you know, that occasionally what you're actually searching for is justice, you know, at the highest yeah. level. So I thought that was nice. Uh, no, I, I think that is
1: a great thing. But that's all the feel-good right. sentiment I've got for you today.
0: <laughs> that's <laughs>
1: it. Uh, the rest of it is just I hate everyone and everything. Is that what we're saying? I hope so. Actually,
3: I mean— <laughs> Uh, it's a more productive comedy you know that be a nice i mean nice guy comedy What? hey nice shirt no really it is i like it <laughs> yeah it's not going to work
1: <laughs> nice guy not gonna work.
3: hey nice shirt
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah not going to happen no uh, you know what the hell it all it, it all works out in the end though but you have you been on the road a ton of what so I, no, I mean, I'm probably
3: working more on the Monument Project than anything else, and uh, really? and and uh, that's one reason I love coming to Acme so much. It's so great to be you know on stage in the club having uh, having that kind of fun, you know. So
1: yeah, well, that, having that kind of fun is a good thing, don't you think? I mean, it's good
3: for you, isn't it? It uh, is great, but, been, but you get such yeah. great audiences too. So it's uh, yeah. so it's been uh, a lot of fun to just go out and uh, and and uh, set some. Uh, let me see. Uh, talking about hate crimes being up and going, you know, it's not just white supremacists. There's, there's also black supremacists out there, okay. mostly mostly blonde women, oddly enough.
1: <laughs> Which I love, by the way. Uh, it does happen, but, you know. Uh, it's just the way things are, and uh, you move on from there. And then you run away, basically running away from that is probably a good idea, don't you think? Make the statement, and then just runaway well and the next thing you go oh. is but I have a question about these Confederate
3: monuments if you spray paint a swastika on a Confederate memorial are you are you defacing it or are you just rebranding it
1: <laughs> being redundant in a way I guess so, you know, it's the way it is um, you and you know we've talked about this before, and I talked to everybody about it, about doing comedy now. A lot of people think no, it's no different; it's no big deal. You just do what you do and whatever. But I have never in my life seen people stand up, particularly at colleges, and start chanting things at the comedian because they didn't like the joke. I mean, I don't ever remember that happened before. Has that ever happened before? Uh, well, is that what's happening? They're chanting things at comedians. Okay. Wow. Oh, I've seen it. Uh, they're chanting racist at people and sexist. And wow. They are, it, but these are college audiences. You're not talking about your your, your Acmes or places like that. Well, but that's yeah, pretty much just, fascist God. behavior, isn't it? I mean, honestly, am I wrong? Yeah. You know? No, you're absolutely right. So, so should that be happening at colleges? Well, I, I think I, we it's we good to know so. that
3: there's fascists on the left and the right. I mean,
1: <laughs>
3: well, <laughs> I, that's I feel a better, fact, better about by the that.
1: Way. I, yeah, you, you bet it's a fact. <laughs> You know what's amazing about that, Chris, and I'm glad we kind of broached this subject because when you look the, at the fringes, the far left and the far right, they're kind of the exact same people, but they just... Um, it kind of seems to me like if there's a circle they're meeting at the top, they're, mm-hmm. they're fascists. I mean, they're nuts. I don't get it. But, you know, you should also take heart because there were 4
3: million members in the, in the KKK at the beginning of the, 19th, the 20th century, and now there's like 8,000, so... That's it. You know, yeah. And even the FBI estimate, this was interesting to me, because the FBI estimate, top end estimate of members of white supremacist groups throughout the United States, 350,000 in a country of 350 million, so that's one in a thousand. Hmm. Okay, and to put that statistic in perspective, one in 500 people are born with six toes. So, well thank you. I just I want to point out that you that you master race people aren't even a valid birth defect, okay?
1: You know, I got to be honest with you. Who would join the KKK after seeing the blind white supremacist on Dave Chappelle's show? I mean, it'd be too embarrassing to put that hood on, don't you think? One of the greatest bits of all time. No doubt about it. Yeah, I don't I don't really understand it. So the whole deal, there there are still 4,000 and Wasn't at one time. I I think at one time Wisconsin had more KKK members than any other state in the union. I I wouldn't doubt it. I used to drive down uh, I-65
3: from uh, Chicago down to do uh, some club work uh, in uh, in uh, Kentucky, of all places. And uh, Mm -hmm. and you drive and you get south of Indianapolis on I-65, and you look over, and there was this gigantic farmhouse sort of compound type place. That had, that had an MIA flag and a U.S. flag upside down flying on the top oh, of the flagpole. And it was, a, it was KKK. It was well-known oh, as God. a KKK place. And it was right off the freeway. On, I, and I was in—you're uh, uh, <laughs> going to like this. I was playing uh, a performing arts center in Logansport, Indiana. Uh, which, as I like to point out, is, is not some place that careers usually begin, uh, Logan's Port. <laughs> no, uh, right, right. And I didn't stay at the place in Logansport Port uh, that they had for me. I stayed with a buddy in Chicago, and we drove down. We drove down 65, and then we cut across the, on a state roads to Logansport. And there was a small town. I want to say it was called Wofford or something like that. Uh, on the way, one of the first towns, and it appeared to be Confederate Flag Day in in Wofford.
2: Okay. We drove
3: through this town, and it, it, uh, half the houses and pickup trucks and everything wait, with Confederate. Uh, this was two years ago, you know, uh, really? with Confederate flags flying behind them, and. Uh, it was good because I was going to a small town that was going to feel insecure about itself anyway. So now I had an even smaller town to make fun of to make these guys feel big city. <laughs> so, you know.
1: That's really good. So I was telling them That's about it. That's a nice
3: uh, so, the, uh, so the joke that I made about it was, in case you don't know where this place is, it's about uh, 40 miles west of here and 150 years back in time as the Jim Crow flies. <laughs> Oh,
1: see how clever! <laughs> <laughs> I like that he's laughing at him. That's very well, good. I
3: like that that's one. Jim like, how it is good, to, but it's still it's appalling because this is this is this town that's in Indiana that I went through, and it was like, wow, this is something. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think don't really we should not destroy the Confederate memorials. My idea is that we gather them all together and we put them in a theme park. You know, call yeah, it, it Dixieland. You know, you can, you know, <laughs> go in there. There's, there's a theater that's always showing birth of a nation in there. And, sure, you know, there's a sure. whipping post, a silent slave auction. I mean, do it right. You know, only you nice. can go in, but it's like those puzzle rooms you can't get out. We're See, just basically using it know. as a trapping device. We're using it. It's sort of like a human fly trap. We're trying to get those people sure. in and then we're not going to let them back out. And you're locking them in forever. That's it, it, and I know right where to put it. You put it right next to one of those Christian theme parks, you know, the like or the Creation Museum where they got the Brontosaurus in the Garden of Eden.
1: You know. <laughs> yes, I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. Well, how did Birth of a Nation ever get made, and where was Birth of a Nation made? Because I don't know where where they made that movie. Do, do you know? Uh, no, but uh, we have people in front of their devices here. Somebody could Google it. You know. <laughs> I, I just because. Obviously, it was probably not made in Hollywood, I wouldn't think, because, you know, you, you could find, a, let's say, a Jew in Hollywood, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's Kind of doubtful they're going to make a movie about the Ku Klux Klan, but, uh, or is it even, see, I've never seen the movie, I just know that the Ku Klux Klan is... Uh, I've never seen it, it either. Okay. Is, it a, is it about, does anybody know, is it about the Ku Klux Klan, or just they are, are they featured, they're a feature article?
0: I, I don't know, but uh, we well, the original part- title was The Klansman, so really, it's pretty safe to and say made it's it? about the Klan. Uh, a- D. W. w- Griffith. Griffith,
3: I know that. Oh, much. D. W.
1: Griffith,
0: that's right. D. W. Yeah. w. Griffith made it, and
1: where was it made, Andy? Uh, that I am not entirely say. sure. Did it draw draw a big audience? Did they show it at drive-ins? That's what I want to know.
3: I think they showed, it at, the, I the think they
1: showed it at the White House. <laughs> <laughs> I probably did it. that I'm not time. kidding. It's, they did. I think you're absolutely right that they did. I think Woody Wilson uh, probably just, really enjoyed it. Woody. Yeah, he was a genius, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, I don't really relations. understand. Yeah, well, that's exactly right. We do need to take a quick break here. Cassie, when we come back, we'll do a 10-minute segment. Will that work for you? That'll work perfectly. Chris Bliss, ladies and gentlemen, he's at Acme tonight and tomorrow night, and we'll be right back in just a couple minutes. More with Chris right after this with the family Yeah, which
3: which quickly overcomes that new car smell. Uh,
0: Dad, we're coming with no bumper music so we can splice them together. Mm. Yep, absolutely. I just wanted to make sure that we okay. one second of silence there.
1: We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Chris Bliss at Acme tonight and tomorrow night, two shows. As a matter of fact, we're just talking about uh, the birth of a nation and. No, we're not. Oh, actually, the good old days. We're just bit. talking about the good old days, right? <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yes, sure.
1: The good old yeah, days. I remember it's the good old you're days. Talking. Yeah. Good God. You know, I'm sitting here looking at the at the highlights uh, on the news wires today. Apparently, oh, um, NTSB, plane did not slip off snowy main runway. The pilots just missed it. Uh, Your pilot missed the runway in a jet? Yeah, that's not Thank easy. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. That cannot be that easy, can it? But I'm looking at the picture of the plane sitting in a huge snowbank.
2: Where did this happen?
1: Maine. Oh. In Maine. Anybody here? Yeah, how do you miss the runway? Did they uh, miss the runway
3: landing, or did they slide off it trying to get in takeoff position? That would be much Apparently worse.
1: they – well, here's the story right here quickly. The National Transportation Safety Board says a United Express regional jet didn't slide off a runway in Maine. It missed the runway altogether. A preliminary report Thursday indicates the 50-seat Embraer 145 – Approached to the right of the runway on an uh-huh. aborted first landing attempt. And then again, when it touched down March 4th at the Presque Isle International Airport. Yeah, they, they landed off the runway.
3: Well, I mean. There's a lot of snow. Have you been on those regional jets? Doogie yeah. Hauser is the pilot. It's <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> is true, isn't it? It is really like, holy crap, the two pilots together don't reach my age. This is not good. Yeah, so. I understand exactly what you're talking. That is true, by the way. Oh, yeah, and then they're flying um, into the – I mean, Presque, I mean, you know, that's pretty much not exactly a – that's not even a tertiary airport they were flying into. You know. Yeah, Presque, I don't even yeah. know that. Where, yeah. so what, you, you know, that the runways, they're in? actually they, – they only have Christmas lights around the runways. That's all they've got. <laughs> that's all they can afford <laughs> no. is to buy. They buy them in January when they're on sale, and they just
1: ring the runway in Christmas lights. So, <laughs> One of the things that I love about, about newspaper websites is the comment section. Oh, because geez. the number one comment in that story is, fly much? <laughs> 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 that's kind of cold, but, you know. Uh, then they get really mean. So. Yeah, you go but four, la- you you go four to... layers yeah.
3: in, and yep. all of a sudden it's like, so is your mother. And it's like, really?
0: <laughs> how we, how we get <laughs> here? My mother yeah. wasn't
3: on the plane. <laughs> well, and the best in Minnesota is it's Tom Bernard's fault
1: oh god yes oh yeah i do get that it's it's unbelievable it's i I don't know what the hell that's still all about you would think at, at at my uh at this point in my life let me put it that way that they might calm down but apparently but they do do they not understand that i love to poke the bear anyway so it's just kind of fun for me maybe they don't know
3: that. it's not just that you love to do it it's you get paid to do it you're really good at it <laughs> You know, well, you're not like just that. an average bear poker. You're a pro poker. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: think? I think that's basically true. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I uh, I did love your 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 comment yesterday about the Maya culpas. That was very good. I like that a lot. <laughs> we have a long history. It's a wonderful thing. Um, have you talked to Josh in a while? Yeah, yeah. I talked to him uh, uh, just before I came up here. He's
3: doing. He's doing he's good. well. good. Oh yeah, he's doing well. He's looking forward to. wonderful. Man. You know, coming up here, and uh, I, I, I think he's uh, you're going to be taping while he's here. Something a new uh, a
1: comedy CD, which I think it's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is wonderful. He's, we're talking about Josh Weinstein. He's a. Uh, I met him when he was fourteen or fifteen years old. That is just unbelievable. Looking back, that he was that young and broke into comedy at fifteen years old. Isn't that a, That's impressive, don't you think? Well, and. Uh, Obviously,
3: it was meant for it, you know. So, mm-hmm. you know, uh, talented writer, great in a writing room. Uh, best, his stand-up is better than it's ever been, you know. So, yeah, and uh, it just keeps getting better. So, you know, uh, it's. I mean, I always. I, I shouldn't say this. Josh wouldn't like the comparison, but you know, when you met, you might say the same thing when you met Josh. He, was, I met him like three years later. He's like eighteen years old or something, right? And I'm literally at that point twice as old as he is, and mm-hmm. uh, but you you saw him and you just saw this like the, you saw this pup with these huge paws and you went boy, you know, <laughs> you, you know you went when that when this dog grows into those paws that is going to be some damn dog you know, and uh, <laughs> that, and he right. was like you know so uh, that's what I always thought and he,
1: and of course it was right so, you know, but I I really think that well you guys are, are pretty close friends aren't you.
3: Yes, yes, yeah. I deny the rumors. The contrary. There's <laughs> been either. no falling yeah, out me. between Josh
1: and I. I didn't think there was. didn't no. are people? I never thought there there was a falling out. No, I'm never starting the them rumor, up. and then I'm denying it. <laughs> oh, okay. There you go. Good. No, yeah. Oh, Josh but you, you guys, friend. you're both very smart guys, and you're both really good at what you do. And I, I just, you know, When you when you came in together once in a while it was just a, it was nice to sit down. Because there's some uh, there's some humility there in parts, and you don't see that a whole hell of a lot uh, in any job these days. I mean, whether it's acting or comedy or or just you know working at uh, Target or whatever. There's not a whole lot of humility in the world, so it's nice to see a people uh, who are successful. It's very nice to see. I, I don't happy. think either one of us
3: uh, is especially focused on uh, on ourselves. You know, I don't think so. You know? I think that's probably. I mean, that doesn't mean I don't have a massive ego, but. That's a totally different issue.
1: Well, don't you have to have an ego to do, in order to, to speak publicly in any forum, you have to you have to have an ego, to, no doubt about that. I wouldn't think, anyway.
3: Really like, shy uh, uh, people
1: to get up. Is this just pure speculation on your part because you've never done any speaking in public, <laughs> Tom? I mean, what the fuck? I mean, you
2: know exactly
3: how
1: you think about this. What the
2: hell is
0: that?
1: It's a lot better than working. That's all I have to say. It's a lot better than having a job and going to work. Um, and you do get to say things to people. That, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're right. Why the hell did I even say that? You're absolutely right about that. I know exactly what the hell I'm talking about. You think I was trying to get to get away with something there? I think you're There's trying to run
3: away from this whole, uh, you know, from, you know, you're still people are still hounding you and won't let
1: it go and you know. Well, but that's Minnesota. That that's Minnesota more than anywhere else. And look, I was born here. I love Minnesota. I grew up in Minnesota. Uh, but it is an odd, odd place. It just is. If Once you get out in the world and you realize, my God, they keep it close to the vest in Minnesota, unless, of course, they gather up and then it becomes very public. Mm-hmm. It's a weird place, don't you think? You know, the Pacific Northwest
3: has a lot of the same. I mean, the whole passive-aggressive yeah, yep. thing. It has the same stuff yep. going on there. And uh mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I, I, I tend to think that it's traceable in this part of the country to the Lutheran thing. Am I, I mean, I don't mean that in a, in a uh, no, no, you're right in, in you're a mean right. way, but it's you know, it's a fairly yeah. uh, buttoned-down uh, uh, group of folks there.
1: No, I think you're absolutely right about that, and that's part of. It. As I said, if I didn't like it, I would have moved a long time ago. So that that's not what I'm saying. Plus, it, there are some good humor based on it like. The guy, the Lutheran that was so outgoing he stabbed you in the front. You know, those <laughs> jokes. Which our parents told, I guess. I think those I, I are know. just
3: recycled. I think those you could plug in. Probably, whatever yes. group you wanted to in that joke and it's
1: it's been used for all of those. You know, that's a one size fits all. I, I've never asked you this and I'm I'm really interested in hearing your response to this: What do you think social media has done to comedy? Because people say things. Well, as you just pointed out, you get four comments in, and it's all of a sudden your mother bring, is brought up in the deal. Uh, what has, has that affected comedy in any way, shape, or form? Do you think? Um, I, I think it's hard to get. Uh, uh,
3: uh, uh, people are amped up a little bit in the in the conversation, and the expectation is to you know go with the amperage. So. Uh, I, I'm sure it's having an impact. Um, I'm probably not the. Uh, every technology has something that it favors, you know. Yeah, well, that's true. Okay. Uh, that it somehow that it or amplifies just in the nature of things. I mean, it was. Uh, uh, so, so I just look at it and I go, "Well, this seems to certain." I mean, we seem to be in in an epic uh, e p o q u e. Uh, epoch of... Uh, epoch. Uh, yeah. Of narcissism. and yes. Yep. And it's, yep. Uh, you know, I mean, un, even unconscious narcissism, but, you know, the, the social media has allowed people to live with the illusion that they are speaking to the world, mm-hmm. you know, and... That's a
1: very good way to put it, actually.
0: And, uh, you know... I think the best thing that could possibly happen to humanity right now is if... Twitter were to be struck by a meteor. That would be very helpful. I, just, I knew he was going to
3: say something really dire. Well, well Not Andy.
0: No. Well, dire circumstances require dire solutions. <laughs> Which is why and I do you not know, meteor dance every night. So what you want though they is you want, want
3: the meteor to strike Twitter in such a way that it actually electric it electrocutes everybody that's on the platform simultaneously. <laughs> 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 we'll just eliminate that voice from the conversation totally. And it's like, look, we know some of you were just sharing photos of your cat. You're you're the collateral damage. We're really sorry. <laughs> yep. Sorry. But, sorry. But you should have done that on Instagram anyway. This is Twitter and if you don't have bullshit to say, get the fuck off the platform. <laughs> Well, okay. we'll I'll tell you what, though. I,
1: tell, I, I, I Are we coming back? Yeah, we'll be right back. Okay. Right after this with the family. Tom Bernard here. Hey, let me ask you. Do you know me because you recognize my voice or my face? Good question, isn't it? Let me ask you another one. What do you think when I say priority courier experts? Do you know them because you recognize their trucks? Or do you know them by their name? Well, let me tell you something you might not know about my friends at Priority. 485 local drivers. 85 office staff. 37 million deliveries since 1997, and an opportunity for you to join their company. Drivers, you can join the fleet in your own vehicle or lease to own one of theirs. Or you can join the office staff and earn the most respectable pay in the business with 15 days off in your first year. Medical. Dental, matching 401k, and a genuine chance for advancement. Just ask Ryan, who started as a driver and is now dispatch manager. Over 5,000 Minnesota companies rely on Priority, because every time you call us, we deliver. Join the team today at Priority.com. That's Priority.com. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. It! Oh, we're not on Soul Train anymore, JB.
3: <laughs> I guess not.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I guess not.
3: But the, oh, they man. play this in the black clubs, too. They do? They
0: yeah, they do. That is the true. The Beastie Boys. Mm-hmm. Beastie well, they do. Boys. I don't know. They were clearly very influenced by hip hop. Yes. Yeah, they
1: yeah, they were. There's no doubt about that. Um, Chris, if you want if you don't want to talk about this, that's fine. But I, I would love to get your take on what is going on in the news right now. Um, the reason I'm asking you this is I, it was triggered by a headline I just saw that came came over the wire. Uh, it's an opinion piece, and the headline is, Do Palestinian Lives Matter Even When Israel Is Not to Blame? What that's the, the actual headline. What is going on in the world?
0: See, I'm telling you, media. Well, I can tell you one <laughs> thing
1: that's going on is that algorithms are writing headlines.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, I think <laughs> oh, you're right. Yeah. They yeah. totally and, are. And, uh, and their intent is not to uh, reflect, uh, uh, you know,
1: their intent is to get you to click on them. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's it. Exactly. And I, I'm sure. Now, what was that headline again? Do Palestinian lives matter even when Israel is not to blame? Stunning. They yeah. got to get the word "stunning" in there. Yeah. Do stunning.
3: Palestinian <laughs> lives matter even when stunning Israel is not to blame. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a you good know. point. Yeah. So they're just trying to. Uh,
1: but, I don't know. This. Uh, what, what do you think about these? The, the, the new. Uh, you can't even call them Young Turks anymore because somebody would probably be upset by that. But, um, you know, the, <laughs> the, young the Syrians. AOCs. Young Syrians, yeah, they're good, the Young Syrians. Um, you know, AOCs out there. She, she appar- apparently is on Time Magazine this week. Now, that's not to say that anybody even reads Time Magazine anymore because magazines aren't exactly on fire these days. But but she's on, on the front cover of um, it. What do you think that's all about? Why, why do you think... The and here in our own state, Elon uh, Omar making comments about Jews and all the rest of it, and stirring up trouble um, in in Congress and and all the rest of it. And you can go down the list of, of, of things. Why is this happening? Do you think?
3: Well, one reason it's happening is that you have a lot of uh, uh, a lot of new people on the scene, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they're very right. con- and they're very confident that their voices need to be in the conversation. Yeah. And uh, that's a positive thing uh, that that uh, and people begin to realize consequences of the cloistered thoughts they've been having within their little group when they let them outside of the group into a larger context and everybody doesn't just nod their heads yes, you know. So stuff's going to come out that people are going to respond to, and the question is where that conversation goes after that. But right, I like seeing I, I all the new I'm leadership. Asking. I mean, when you've got a when you've got a. a A lesbian martial arts ex-military woman in Oklahoma winning a seat Mm -hmm. in the Congress. Right. And and you know why? Because none of that matters to to anybody in the district. The only thing that matters is this woman looks me in the eye, and I can tell that she's interested and concerned about the same things that I'm concerned about. That kind of genuine stuff. There's a lot of new people in there. And... Uh, you know they don't realize exactly maybe the how the game is played or whatever you want to call it but it's it's changed the conversation's changing and, and that's good in a lot of fronts you know
1: yeah I, I hope so um I, I, although that headline that you weird. read
3: was just one of those things where you go well I really don't need to read this article since they've already told me what I think
0: about it that's true <laughs> they already
3: gave me the <laughs> exactly. headline to
0: let me know oh, when a headline ends with and that's here's why that's a bad thing it's like so Well, so am yeah. I just being instructed on how to feel, or am I being given the news? Yeah, that's a good point. That's an important distinction.
3: Well, and when, yeah, I, ever, when I ever see Chris Silliza's byline, I go, well, next. You know, why would anybody that guy's yeah. an atrocious—a uh, sloppy thinker and an atrocious writer, I mean, there's just garbage out there. It's hard to figure out what's really going on, and boy, sometimes you yeah. read the article and you go, well, he didn't say that. Yeah. You know? And so I wish headline. he had said that, you know, but don't say he didn't say, he said it when he didn't say mm-hmm. it. You're not doing anybody any favors with this.
1: You know, we're just getting further through the looking glass. What you know, amazes me, and it's it's on all sides of the issue too. So I'm not I'm not just talking. You know, and this, they happen to be a couple of Democrats I brought up, and I certainly don't mean to be singling them out because I think both parties right now have lost their minds. But uh, but the right is much I think, better with their narrative. They just really are. <laughs> <laughs> they really don't <know laughs> to for, sell it. I gotta be I gotta be honest with you. I just I. Could you just get the hell off Twitter, Donald? For Christ's sake, what are you
0: doing? As long as people pay I mean, attention going after to him, John
1: will But he goes after John McCain, the man's dead. doesn't matter, what he you wants doing? attention. I guess, but I just, I don't know. There's no decorum anymore. Damn it, Chris. That's all I know.
3: Well, the, I mean, the the thing is, uh, the question is whether people would just uh, at some point just get tired of it because because the show's old, you yes, know. They I will. mean, yeah. And the yeah, show, uh, some of that McCain stuff sounded uh, pretty. It sounded like it was going over like uh, pretty old. And he's an old guy. Yeah. You know. Yeah, on yep, top of it yeah. all, there's no hiding that
0: he's an old guy. Well, if you look at the people yeah. in the replies. I think the youngest person you ever see is like in their late 20s because people under that, they were born into that world and so they don't care about it. Whereas yeah. for people over the age of 30, this didn't exist until, you know, they had already grown up. So All the social it's media always everything. going to feel strange to them because it didn't exist until their minds had, you know, become a concrete entity.
3: I, I, You know, somebody said uh, This is apropos of that Somebody said the most frightening thing to me the other day, Tom We were talking about how screwed up this whole situation is And the guy goes, yeah, but Mm -hmm. you know I mean, that's the way we feel, Chris We're a little bit older, but you know, who knows, 10, 15 years from now, maybe we'll be looking back and going, yeah, those were the good old days. <laughs> and we will,
1: too. <laughs> we might be. That's Most a, depressing thought of the year. 10 years ago yeah, the always. Trump <laughs> years. Those were the good old yeah. days,
3: the Trump years. Remember back when we still had rights and things? And the, yeah. they yeah. hadn't started the gulags yet?
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And there oh, wasn't a drone flying over
3: my house all the time?
0: Well, it's like everyone... I obviously have strong nostalgia for the 90s because that's when i was a kid but in reality it was the highest murder rate america had ever seen there was more murder going on mm-hmm. at that time than ever before in the country's history but i didn't know that that wasn't
3: your fault yeah, don't feel bad that was about a kid. that i didn't know <laughs> that was not yeah, your Andy. fault don't carry that burden you know i was doing that that's interesting you brought that i've been married for uh, 28 years all right and, uh, I was trying to put that in perspective and I, that's the statistic I looked at. So, so it, it, during my marriage, 498,064 Americans have been murdered. Okay. <laughs> during our marriage. Yeah. Uh,
1: Oh my God!
3: But we made it through that phase, my wife and I. We didn't. We're not in that number. <laughs> good. Over, good. A well, yes.
2: Over a thousand school
3: shootings. Over a thousand school shootings. But my wife a and thousand. I didn't have any kids, so we did our best to keep that number down. Sure. Oh, that's good. You, know, you always give, give, give with you.
1: That's all. You I know. know.
3: Always trying to give. You know. <laughs> always trying to give. That's and, the whole situation. And basically, yeah. I'm not sure those jokes are funny. I haven't uh, tried them on. An, <laughs> they oh, are to me. I haven't tried them on a live audience yet.
1: So. Well, I'm alive. That's I true. I want you to know that. That's true. But, uh, yeah, I, I just, I, I look at these things, and I, it was really funny. You were talking about that, that, that people were born to social media and and, and you know, making contact that way. But I do remember, it's been been around, what, tw- uh, Twitter, Facebook, that's all been around for how many years now?
0: It's got to be at least 15. 15.
1: 15. 15's a
3: good one. 15, I think, is about right. YouTube,
0: so, uh, ba-
1: end of 2005, yeah. YouTube yep. started. So that's only 13 years since YouTube's been around. So there you go. But my reaction, I'll be very honest, and I know this is going to shock the hell out of a number of people, but I will never (laughs) forget it. First, looking back now, it's like, oh, God. But I literally, I, I would go on Twitter and talk to listeners and all the rest of it, and then somebody would make a comment and every time I would respond, 2000 Southeast Elm Street, I'll be out there at 1005, come on by, I would be challenging people to fight on Twitter and Facebook, because that's the way it always was, you yeah. know what I mean? Back when, if somebody on the phone called you and started running their mouth, you'd get, yeah, you, well, why don't you come over here, and I'll shove the phone up your yeah, email, come whatever. Over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But now you're looking back, it's like, how inane was that? I'll be outside at 1005. <laughs> really? <laughs> Calm down, sir. But it is – maybe that's part of the problem because, you know, I am 67 years old now. So for me, looking at that, at, you know, starting at 52 years old, I was like, what is this all about that anybody says whatever they wish, even talking about harming people, killing people? It's like, why is this being allowed? You know, uh,
3: if you've ever thought about Tourette's syndrome – uh something that indicates it's interesting is that those animal noises and ticks and also those mm-hmm. particular set of words are yes. stored in a separate folder in the brain mm-hmm. Okay. There's mm-hmm. a different. Mm-hmm. Th- you know, they're pa- they're usually password protected, <laughs> uh, right? <laughs> you know. Yeah. Hopefully. Uh, and when you think about this stuff that you're talking about here, where you have this, uh, you know, uh, instant gratification or or, or outrage nation or whatever it is, machine Twitter, right. you know, mm-hmm. it it it's bypassing something in the brain it's bypassing a filter in the brain and it's tapping straight into see you in my driveway motherfucker you know so so it's but so it's interesting in in that way whenever on a plus side of things comedy is is an intentional conscious way of also trying to right get 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 past people's passwords you know and give them information in a different format right hopefully not uh resulting in the same side of kind of psychosis that you seem to be describing, Tom. Yes, well, it is
1: psychosis. I admit that. And and how many people came to your driveway? Did you, like, have a... (laughs) Zero. Zero came to your driveway. Nobody ever showed up. Yeah, nobody ever showed up. Which is probably good for everyone, because <laughs> I'd either be, you know, wearing orange, and uh, or else I'd be dead. You know, what or, you? or you just have a but, tailgate party. <laughs> just, I, you just, everybody show I up. And you get know, all right, water. guys, let's get loaded and forget about this shit. Exactly, I'll be, I'll go with some geef and some beer, and we'll be just fine. Don't worry about a Some what? What no, was that uh, first word? Oh, geef. Uh, uh, I uh, I uh, am qualified for for Mead. medical cannabis in a couple oh, of different geef. places, a few different places. The geef. They used to call it the geef when I was a kid. But um, you know what's really amazing about that? Is it, it. I have never slept so well in my entire life as I do on cannabis. Isn't that interesting? I mean, seriously, since I was 19 years old, nothing else worked like that. I sleep really well now. And now you can get hemp sheets while you're sleeping on cannabis. So there you <laughs> yeah, go. hemp sheets. you got the whole See, thing, I got a hemp, hemp blanket.
3: Now, probably get the bamboo blanket instead. You get you the know, bamboo with the blanket hemp, with the hemp with the sheets. Yeah, that's right.
1: And you're, you're yeah, totally... I don't know. I just look at the whole world now and say it's how uh, looking at any of the headlines in any newspaper, certainly at, uh, you know, like there's this newser website, uh, any, you know, it's just newser and, you know, they have a political lean. There's no question mm-hmm. about that. But there are some of the most bizarre articles that you would see on there. It's like, is this really, is this true? Andy, do you think most of those stories are true?
0: Uh, every once in a while, I do some actual research into it. I'll, you know look into it for myself and right right usually not true in the sense of nothing but the truth uh so no i <laughs> no, guess okay, is what I didn't i'm trying to so. say well
1: here i just brought it up on my screen the first headline i see is roseanne barr says sarah gilbert destroyed my life What the hell does that even mean? Yeah, we
0: don't know if she actually said that, and we don't know if Sarah Gilbert actually did it, and we don't know. There's so many unanswered questions, because Newser is an aggregate, so they they give you like two, three paragraphs.
3: Well, and this stuff could be written,
0: could be being written by AI, too. I mean, seriously, some of these stories can be, it's not hard
3: for them to generate Mm -hmm. a just sort of slightly skewed narrative on anything yeah. that has enough terms that somebody's going to click on, mm-hmm. and it's just believable enough because, you know, what isn't, right? I mean, it's not no, quite, no, quite no, as easy when people would send you the, uh, uh, you know, the 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 quote, and they you know the thing, and and at the end it said George Carlin said this, and it was like, no, George Carlin didn't say mm-hmm. that, you know? Yeah, and they would, and that was easy to check out, but now this stuff just comes, and you go, well, that's a new that's a news story, maybe. You know, Yeah, maybe maybe. Yeah. It, I think maybe. that's a good way to put it you maybe know, The only it thing I take comfort story. in is that so far uh, Not having the best time Writing writing jokes The machines aren't yet When they start writing jokes no. that's the, we're, we're in deep shit when they start <laughs> writing jokes Especially when they start writing stupid human jokes That's when we better watch our backs
1: <laughs> Exactly when the AI, We're not long for this when, world When the AI starts writing stupid human jokes I understand yeah. Charlottesville shuts down schools after a racist threat. It is uh, March 22nd. Uh, it's about uh, 2.06 in the afternoon, central time. Uh, uh, Charlottesville, Virginia, the site of the 2017 white nationalist rally that left a counter-protester dead, is now dealing with another high-profile racial issue. The city school district closed all schools yesterday and today after an online threat emerged against black and Latino students. The guy said he was going to kill them all. It's... March twenty second, 2019, are we ever going to grow up, do you think? Or are we just
3: insane? Uh, I'm just wondering uh, how many bullets is he going to need to kill them all?
1: (laughs) Yeah, Uh, I was going to say. I mean, what is is the composition of the
3: student in Charlottesville? You know, also, uh, I mean, it's it's ironic that Charlottesville, uh, you know, home of, uh, you know, Jefferson, Madison, Monroe, uh, yeah, you yeah. know, is is now Charlottesville, uh, 2017 white supremacist march.
1: You yeah, know, you're absolutely right. So, you're right, ladies and gentlemen, tonight two shows, tomorrow night two shows. Chris Bliss, always a great pleasure, and and I, I really like it when you come in, you know. And Andy's on the show, and you guys, uh, you know. See, I remember stupid. the good old Thanks. days in America when a troubled teenager would just kill himself. Okay, Tom. <laughs> <laughs>
3: We'll leave it at that. Yes. Thank you very but much. Of course, sir. now they learned it isn't healthy if you hold those feelings inside. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thanks a lot. We'll talk to you later, <laughs> the family. <laughs>